feel free to talk over this intro um, real quick, guys. <laughs> um, Us or you or I'm listeners? Ta- I'm ta- I'm everybody. Because <laughs> are you trying to create a flintel like in 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 this movie? How they talk try- over tra- the credits? I'm trying oh, to do the a people talk talking over the credits. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a meta way. Uh, yes. Uh, so I'm going to intro it. Just feel free to talk over the credits, okay? <laughs> sure, sure. Okay. I thought that's what we were doing. Hello, and welcome to Franchise Surprise uh, Franchise yeah, Movie Podcast. We're on the Franchise <laughs> Surprise Podcast. It's going to be a great one. Uh, the only podcast <laughs> where we know about all the new snacks. They did this every episode, the and it's the bootleg snacks. The year 2000 not, snacks. But but yeah, he he does a quote every episode. <laughs> I didn't even hear what was <laughs> Did that work? I don't know. Anyway, uh, we're talking. Uh, next it's Friday. immersive. <laughs> Listener, if you're listening, feel free to talk over all that shit. <laughs> I feel like it worked in the movie because it was a uh, text on a screen. Yeah, well, that would just sounds like a like re-listen. So it's like, oh, I'm gonna go back and listen to. Just oh, Nick yeah, yeah, yeah. Now yeah. we'll go back yeah, yeah. and listen to just like Peyton giggling. What we just did just sounded like a family scene in a Spielberg movie. Just everybody yelling over each other. Yeah. It's a Robert Altman film. It's a Robert Altman podcast. <laughs> what are we recording this on eight audio tracks so we can get everybody in the bar in the bar scene in California Split? God, California Spit. Pl- Spit. Shut up, California Spit. Tui. Um, oh man, that movie needs to come out on Blu-ray. I own it on digital, but it's not on Blu-ray. You know what? I just bought on Blu-ray this weekend. At where was I? What did I get this at? No. I got this at some weird fucking vintage store by Bric-a-Brac and Logan. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Casablanca on Blu-ray. Mm. There you go. Yeah. Classic. And I was like, you know what? While I'm restoring my physical media collection, let me plug a few holes that were there previously. I can't think go. of the last thing I got physically. Oh, I just thought about this this week. Um, so I've been watching like... Uh, I watched John John Wick Chapter Four this past weekend, and because of the TikTok's algorithm, somehow it's starting to pop up. Probably because I've been liking a lot of Keanu sure. Reeves interviews. Well, people like post clips from movies. I'm just thinking about this. You know what? We need to bring Pan and Scan back to TikTok. Pan and Scan is the perfect uh medium like way to because I just see a TikTok and like a movie clip, and then like a person talking will be cut off by the screen. Anyway, well, bring back you know, pan and scan to I, TikTok. That's I don't think saying. that's at the, the top of the priority list right now. <laughs> All right, whatever. <laughs> I'm just saying, tick, pan and scan is just sitting there, folks. We need to <laughs> pan and scan would save TikTok right now. I'm Rip Camelucci. <laughs> oh, do we not? Introduce? I don't think we did. No, I don't think so. I'm Peyton. I guess I'm Nick. <laughs> he guesses. He's not sure. I mean, we're talking next Friday. <laughs> Nick looks so sad. Despondent. Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. Kind of sad. I didn't. Uh, man, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Hmm. This wasn't as good as I remember it being. No. I was, I, was one, I was wondering about you two. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like I put up like proper expectations around what it was. Um you know, we talked a little bit at the end of the last podcast about like, you know, that weird curve around like the end of the nineties, early two thousands when things just got, well, like specifically 2000 where like things just got mm-hmm. like 
super raunchy and edgy for no mm-hmm. real no fucking reason unless like the universe knew 9-11 was coming up and so everyone was just trying to get all their shit in <laughs> before the fun ended mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah uh i think my biggest problem now i don't, I don't uh, have a lot of problems with this movie I don't, I don't like to be a negative person but i will say this about this movie this movie's way too polished and way too clean. Yeah, that first I agree, one yeah. was rough around the edges, and that's it was charming because of it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, anyway, well, I a think, higher budget, it lost the charm. Yeah, you know that's that's uh, in in element. It felt like of yeah. sequelitis that yeah, um, you know, can play like yeah, like if 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 that's part of the reason why something is a success, yeah, that's gonna kind of get stripped away when you inject yeah. money and expectations into it, and sometimes you can play into it like you know, uh, uh, like an Austin Powers does, and sometimes it just like is a bit of the diminishing returns. Um, yeah. I think the biggest sin this movie had, aside from like a few things that you know, really, really just a lot of broad stereotypes. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah. uh, 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 from like a a, a critical aspect, uh, the biggest thing in this movie had was just kind of having stretches of sort of being like boring. Mm-hmm. Like the highs were high for me, but like yeah, there were just kind of stretches where I was like kind of zoning out. Yeah, I felt like the first movie was fresh and new, and this one like was kind of following the formula of the first movie. Mm-hmm. But it, I didn't, I wasn't. The characters weren't as interesting to me. The and the the I don't it, it didn't seem as um colorful and um diverse as the first movie felt like it was. Yeah, it also didn't it really lacked that hangout feel because the first one felt like a yeah. real hangout movie and this one was just like by the numbers, oh we gotta get through this day, so let's yeah. 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 And also I think that's all like a lot of that's just kind of a byproduct of being set in the suburbs. Uh because things are kind of a little slower out in the suburbs. Things are, mm-hmm. you know, kinda a little bit more spread out, and that's kind of a, what this movie felt like, a little more spread out as well. Uh I mean, to be that that being said, I still think there were a lot of like awesome performances and uh uh, you know, a lot of yeah, yeah. I like, think the performances all definitely job. like yeah. come back to as well. You know, like mm-hmm. they're like there were definitely a lot of sequences that like when they came up, I was like, oh yeah, it's this scene. Let's go. This is great. This is great. Anytime they cut to John Witherspoon, I immediately knew it was like, yep, this is gonna be. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that's the part of the movie I remember the most is him driving around, gotta take a shit like that. <laughs> That's like <laughs> when he was talking to the other cars. That was so funny. He's yeah. like, he was like, w- w- white man, help me out. <laughs> w- what's up? What's up there? <laughs> I gotta help my son, and I gotta help myself too. It, I'm pretty sure <laughs> that. Yeah, no, a thousand percent. I'm thinking about it now. The, taking his storyline out of the movie would have done nothing to change the plot whatsoever. Yeah, but yeah. it, it would have been missing so exactly. much. Like, yeah, <laughs> it, it is the most like just shamelessly shoehorned in because we have to. But also, like, it is additive. Like, well, I guess it is important to the plot because uh, because um, what's his face Debo is following him too. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Debo's following him. Yeah. Did it really matter that they were there at the end either? Because they like, yeah, just gonna, like, yeah, show that's up true. And it's like, well, you're getting arrested again. 
Yeah. yeah he was the, kind of like a weird Deus Ex Machina because yeah. um, Craig was going to get shot and then Debo yeah. stopped him. Yeah. God. Um, I'll, I'll say this, though. <laughs> this. Uh, so I, I uh, own this on DVD. And um, it's the only way you can get it is DVD. <laughs> and I, I, I cannot suggest enough if you are interested at all in this movie to, to to purchase it on DVD because this is like one of the best DVD menus I've ever fucking seen in my life. <laughs> like, there's production value into this DVD menu that is essentially a VHS copy of a real estate like infomercial. Uh, That's great. It's it is. Excellent. Uh, I was. I really. About, I, I was, really hope like DVD menu core comes starts starts you know kind of coming up like ooh DVD menus on TikTok. Yes, I know. I'm so sad. I got the. I bought the Shrek trilogy a few years ago to do a Shrek uh, um, marathon, and I'm so sad that mine does not have the play the movie. Yeah, play. Oh, audio yeah. over the, the menu. Play the movie. Yeah, movie. Yeah, play. I was thinking about this because uh, Lady got the John Wick. Like last week, I watched rewatched everything, everywhere, all at once, and I watched rewatched uh, what you call it, John Wick two and three before four came out, and all those movies were put out on Blu-ray by Lionsgate, and it's just like bar across the bottom, play yeah. scene select, special feature whatever the audio or whatever and then it's just clips in the background in like a mont like a montage with music it's just like bring that shit back like uh universal has like did that for the blu-ray era but now the mm-hmm. 4k era they've like broken away from doing that but like it's just all a template it's just like i need a custom i like yeah. came up with a but if you steal this idea people i'm gonna be <laughs> fucking mad but like uh i came up with a it just made me laugh, but a, a special feature that's audio commentary, you click on it, and then it's just an audio commentary, not just for the movie, but for the whole fucking Blu-ray. I think that concept <laughs> would be very funny. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, we, you know, we struggled for months trying to figure out what font to use on this new, you know, anyway. It's just a funny little bit that I was just making myself laugh doing. Anyway, but yeah, it's an art form that is lost, and I just yeah. wanted to come back. It was it was such a treat popping the the DVD in and being greeted with just a, frankly a surprise. It was just such yeah, a yeah. just such a surprise. Didn't have to the, do that. The one that the one uh, that like plays in loop in my head is the Grinch DVD mm-hmm. uh, for the Jim Carrey Grinch. Because, like, that one, they, they they loaded that shit with all kinds of crazy-ass special features. Like, one of them is, like, audio descriptions. That was the first DVD I ever had, saw that had audio descriptions. And it was just a guy who's like, the Grinch walks up, but he doesn't. And, like, it's just him, like, <laughs> anyway. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. Malibu's Most Wanted, that one stuck in my brain, that DVD menu. Because it starts off with a voice going, Malibu. <laughs> Anyway, that's that's my, that should be my text tone. Uh, the Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back uh, DVD menu. It's just Jay and Silent Bob over in the his house, ladies, 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 and and uh, boy, just just a whole lot of Jay, really. <laughs> yeah. Um, huh. when did this movie come Bob. out? Two thousand. 
before before nine eleven. Was that your transition to go into uh, box office? Box the, office. Numbers? The box office. Well, yeah, I like I like where things going better and just reminiscing about nine eleven. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pre nine eleven America. Uh, I can't I wait a- for the fucking. Uh, 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 fucking faux prestige series about the alternate reality where they stopped 9-11. It stars Mark Wahlberg. (laughs) It's called Wahlberg. I was on that plane. I can't do a Wahlberg, but it's just him yelling about how he was on the plane and he stopped him. Uh, So it came out. God damn it. Wahlberg's gonna like fully go over the edge one day and make that fucking movie where he oh yeah prevents nine eleven oh my god <laughs> you're seeing into the future Nick yeah and he's gonna, he's gonna fucking steal my idea and he's gonna do a commentary oh. on fucking Blu Ray <laughs> so I was listening to this podcast one time and fuck these guys they they're nobodies he was listening to it during uh, family time and then on the schedule that weird ass schedule that came in a couple years ago oh I I never saw that. Oh my god. Hold up. Family time? Schedule. It, I'm going to have to fucking read it. Uh, it's insane. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. All right, you, you ready for this? I'm sorry that I didn't hear about this prior, so now we have to go over this, but I guess this is for the benefit of everybody. Okay, Mark Wahlberg. This is Mark Wahlberg's. He posted his daily schedule on in 2018 on his Instagram story, saying this was what day went as follows. So he volunteered this information. He put this on Instagram. <laughs> Two thirty a.m. Wake up. Two forty-five a.m. Prayer time. Three fifteen a.m. Breakfast. Three forty to five fifteen a.m. Workout. Five thirty a.m. Post workout meal. Six a.m. Shower. Seven thirty a.m. Golf. 8 a.m. snack. 30 minutes of golf. That's it. 9.30 a.m. Uh, cryo chamber recovery. So, hour and a half snack. Uh, 10.30 a.m. snack. Uh, 11 a.m. family time. Meetings and work calls. 1 p.m. lunch. 2 p.m. meetings and work calls. 3 p.m. pick up kids from school. 3.30 p.m. snack. 4 p.m. second workout. 5 p.m. shower. 5.30 p.m. Dinner and family time. 7.30 p.m. Bedtime. I've got a million unanswerable questions. What's the first family time if his kids are at school? Well, that's, <laughs> that's what I want to yeah. know. <laughs> it, was, it was wrapped up with, with meetings and, and, and work, right? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like designated family time if you're going to do meetings and work, right. too. <laughs> yeah, that... Well, I that? guess family time is uh, with his brothers, uh, brother oh, Wahlberg. Okay. Is that okay. family time? <laughs> yeah, they're work meetings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like this. Is, hey, this counts as family guys, time, guys. Right? Yeah, of course. Count for, ah, <laughs> oh, I hate that. I hate. Uh, it really sounded like he was just trying to like fucking dick measure with The Rock, who I feel like was doing a very similar thing around the same time of like I, I, waking I up, so, you know, yeah. with the grind. It's about it's about grind. It's about power. All that <laughs> shit. Uh, well, he has a new routine, according to this is on Insider.com. He's got a new but, team. Uh, a new routine. <laughs> a new team. Uh, Three thirty to four a.m. He wakes up. So. I don't know if it just takes him thirty minutes to wake up, or if he just—that was probably my first question because it was like fifteen up. minutes to wake up. The so it's 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 so he's at okay. His wake up time is doubled. Got it. 
Okay. Uh, and then it's a bullet point that says prayers and vitamins. <laughs> okay, Hulkster. <laughs> got to body slam Andre the Giant in front of 1,500,000 people the next th- that day? So he takes, uh, he takes turmeric, vitamin C, and vitamin D. Let you know. There you go. Uh, then workout. That's another bullet point. And then emails and calls. And then uh, his eating window is from uh, noon to 6 p.m. And then he still goes to bed at 7.30 uh, p.m. So I already, already we're doing bags. We're recording this at 8.30 at night. This so is the reason that's a crazy Transformers franchise, for God's sake. Because <laughs> we're just going to fall down Wahlberg wormholes. <laughs> Oh my God! This it man. sounds like um, I don't know. He doesn't sound of Fun. right mind, <laughs> or of right mind. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, so yeah, pre nine eleven. This came out uh, January twelfth, two thousand. Martin Luther King weekend. Uh, that said that on box office mojo said that in parentheses, so I had to include it. Yeah. Um, Number one at the box office. Guess what, everybody? It's our it's our boy. It's next Friday. Hey, yes. all right. See? All right. So that kind of paid off all that, you know, extra little gloss to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, also. Uh, uh, and plus, the first movie was so great and everybody loved it. So they're like, we got to go see the sequel. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah. if we, uh, I don't know if we're going to end up talking about the, the, actually, I do specifically want to talk about the uh, soundtrack later, but. They did have a, a, an NWA uh, 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 as much as you can of a, 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 re, a, a reunion for the soundtrack. So that was also kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. So number two at the box office is M. Night Shyamalan's Stuart Little. <laughs> I saw that in theaters. I did. <laughs> I just always got to plug the fact that he wrote that movie. Uh, number three was The Hurricane. Number four, Girl Interrupted. Mm-hmm. That's that. Uh, that's Winona Ryder and uh, Angelina Jolie, right? Yeah, yeah. They, uh-huh. neither yeah. of them can get a word in edgewise. <laughs> number four. I think Brittany Murphy's in it, too. Oh, really? Yep. Uh, number five was The Green Mile. Number six, Love It, Galaxy Quest. Okay. Yes. Oh, my God, Galaxy Quest. Uh, number seven was The Talented Mr. Ripley. Oh. Nice. Uh, number eight, new to the box office, was Supernova. Um, do not remember that movie. I don't remember that either. Uh, I'm sorry to Supernova. <laughs> uh, number nine, Toy Story 2, love it. Number 10, um, this is your cue to do whatever you need to do right now, Rip. Uh, number 10 was Eddie Given Sunday. Ah, oh, it's about the inches in front of your face. Why was Venus Williams telling that fucking speech of the Super Bowl commercial? <laughs> oh, Supernova had James Spader and Angela Bassett. Ooh. That's kind of really? exciting. Really? Is that like what, a, what was it about? It looks like a sci-fi. Um, I just typed in Supernova and Google's like, well, here's some Supernovas. <laughs> it's a sci-fi horror. Mm. Mm. You're bearing the lead here. Lou Diamond Phillips was in it. It's got a 4.8 on IMDb. The poster says, just says, all hell, all caps, is about to break loose. <laughs> oh, wow. So this movie was directed by Walter Hill and then Francis Ford oh, Coppola wow. and Jack uh, Shoulder. 
S H O L D E R. Anyway, but uh, Coppola and Shoulder are both uncredited. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. Maybe uh, Walter Hill was trying to get on. Try to get on that. Oh, look at that! It stars our boy uh, Carlisle Cullen. Maybe second build. Maybe he's pushed away <laughs> anyone that ever really loved him. <laughs> oh yeah, Peter. But... Yeah. Oh man. Anyway, what are you? Are you Spent all of his money. <laughs> I thought, I thought I thought you were gonna keep going. Oh anyway, no! Uh, I, was, I, was, I was ready to move on. It's <laughs> a long pause, listener. That was your cue to talk over the credits. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I uh, did like when they were like, "That guy owes me money." <laughs> that was such like a fun idea and like fun way to start. Yeah. Like it harkens back to the previous movie, but the 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 previous movie was just like a quote from later in the movie. And mm-hmm. this was was like nice and interactive, and uh, I don't know. I I I was surprised. I really don't see something like that more. It was like a nice. Tr- I I I really appreciated the 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 the, the try that it that yeah it took. yeah so, I like that. Uh, so this movie had a budget of eleven million dollars. It opened uh, with fourteen point four million opening weekend. Not bad. And then total was uh, this is domestic because I don't think it probably did well international because it's an American comedy, but it was uh, fifty seven point <laughs> three million, so five times his money back, pretty good. Nice. It was dethroned by the Ashley Judd Ewan McGregor film Eye of the Beholder. Mm. Eye of the Beholder has a five out of ten on IMDb. Never heard of I it. Heard until of that I, one? <laughs> until I looked, I was up. like, I was like, the lovely. Uh... Yeah. It's about Ashley Judd as a serial killer going around killing people, and uh, Ewan McGregor's obsessed with her, and he's like following her across the wow. country. Hmm. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Don't know if it is. Sounds like he would have a true crime podcast these days. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We're, we're writing a remake. We're bringing back McGregor. He's, he's going to pull a Kenobi. We're going to make it a six-episode um, <laughs> series, series when it should have been, been a movie. <laughs> it's going to be six episodes when it should have been a movie. Anyway, uh, talking over credits, we talked about that enough. All right, so last episode, we were con- we were uh, not sure if this was the actual next Friday or not. It is not. I don't it think is, it is. It is not. It is confirmed. It's like that a it's, year later or something? It's, uh, it says Debo was sent to jail for four years. Oh, okay, wow. And then um, I don't know if this is four years yeah, after. I don't think it is because he broke out i think it's like just a yeah. few months yeah there's something in here that tells me or that I, I took a note that says like i think it's just like a few months later uh because of like either something with like Smokey being in rehab uh or like you know well his sister's already moved out at this point so and i feel like she was probably like in high school at the time yeah. so maybe it's i don't know i feel like it probably would be also Maybe this is ignorant, but do people did people go to rehab for smoking I, weed? I was just about to say, like, I'm sure rehab for <laughs> weed is real, but the yeah. in 2023 <laughs> that concept is like objectively kind of funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I feel like they he just they were like Chris Tucker's not coming back because yeah. he's doing these rush hour movies. They so did like, reference it, yeah, they did reference it at the end of the first movie, but he also was like, I'm not going to rehab. Yeah. I'm just bullshitting. And you know this, <laughs> man. Oh, man. 
But yeah, I just love it. It says next, yeah, next Friday and still don't have a job. Yeah, even oh. though it was implied that he was going to get his job back at the end of the first movie, but whatever. Yeah, well, you know, he probably <laughs> lost it again. Um, yeah, yeah. Or like did something to fuck it up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or he did steal those cardboard boxes. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> um, I love that. God damn. I love a recap for a movie that founded success on home video. Just to catch everybody yeah. up in the movie theater yeah. that may not have seen it. Yeah. Very just seeing the quality of the of the of the film from the first movie to the second movie is funny too. It yeah. is it you, does you, feel like going from like like VHS to Blu-ray. Yeah. yeah. It's it's like going from uh from PS3 to PS4. <laughs> yeah. Another example of what that <laughs> I was noticing that because I got a PS5 and the leap from four to five is not that great, but the leap from three to four yeah. is insane. And so from yeah. two to three, also insane. Um, all right, let's be the end of this podcast. Uh <laughs> I, um wrap this up. Anyway. I didn't make a note about it, but the fact that that little tiny dog made such a huge shit was just crazy to me. Oh, Mr. Jones slipping his shit <laughs> is the funniest fucking thing. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, this also, like, they got rid of the weight bench in the front yard. Uh, and, oh, God. That was just, that's just such a classic, like, 1999 gag. Like, yeah. this <laughs> tiny dog took this big a shit. Yeah. Isn't that it's like all over his fucking back? That shit. Yeah. For the entire day. Not one yeah. person is just like, sir, your entire backside is covered with some sort of feces. It's not until later in which his, his own brother is like, why well, you got shit on your back? Yeah. Like, and he doesn't smell it in the car. Which don't, like don't sit on my couch. Yeah. Put down a paper. Yeah. Oh, God. But I will say, boy, like the tone out of the gate with this movie. I don't think it. I don't think it sustains throughout. I feel like it kind of loses. It sheds this at a certain point and just kind of like settles into itself. But the tone in the beginning of this movie is like way more cheeky uh, than like literally because entire... he got, some, got shit on his he ass, shit geez. on his ass. But also like <laughs> you get like from the first scene like Craig just like looking to camera and like you know playing directly to camera while he's oh he, while he's and breaks, breaks the, and he, he breaks, breaks the fourth, fourth wall, wall yeah. so much in this movie. <laughs> Craig's ready to smoke in this one too. He's oh, like, yeah. I broke the seal and I'm I'm a pothead. He, yeah, he's he's embraced the culture. Um there's that shot of uh, uh we see uh Debo and uh uh Tyrone. And uh I didn't know this. Uh we get we get them getting, you know, breaking out of jail. I didn't know you can get Nike's in jail, Tyrone. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm like, okay, come on. Come on. <laughs> Now, this is originally, Tyrone was originally supposed to be the guy from the first movie who fell in the convenience store. Yeah. That was, oh, okay. according to IMDb, that's who that was supposed to be. And, like, he had a verbal agreement with Ice Cube to make more money and then, like, never heard from Ice Cube ever again after this <laughs> conversation. <laughs> so, but, like, it would make more sense for that guy to be the guy chained to Debo because like yeah. instead of this new character. Yeah, yeah. I mean I missed a lot of the original people from the first movie in this one. Um there are uh, uh deleted Stanley does end up moving to the suburbs in deleted scenes. Yeah. 
funny. Um, and 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 also, uh, uh, pops runs into him uh, at a gas station bathroom. <laughs> oh, that's oh, wait, in, no, that that's, that's, that's in the movie. That's in the movie. Yeah, but yeah, and uh, it, it Stanley is quotes the deleted scenes that yeah he does move to the suburbs. Nice. Yeah, Stanley quotes him to him, and he's yes. like, "I wouldn't go in there for thirty-five to forty-five minutes." minutes. <laughs> Which I was trying to figure out the guy who plays Stanley. I was like, "Who is this guy?" I've seen him in stuff, and then I, and I remember, oh yeah, the stuff being Friday and next Friday. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and it, it, it turns out I think he was Ice Cube's assistant. This guy was oh, okay. So he was just like, "Yeah, let's just put put him in there and have him be have him be the asshole neighbor." Great. He was yeah. great as that. Like for not being an actor, yeah. Um, but speaking of John Witherspoon, man, he is dialed up to like a thousand, and it's the best. Like, like, I, like we said, like talked about, like he did not factor into this movie whatsoever. But, but holy <laughs> oh, shit, it's just when he's talking about Craig, like he wasn't getting Craig movies. Like, it's like walk around butt naked, balls. Oh out. my god, that's my favorite line when he says. The the Johnson balls dance. My yeah, dog's yeah. swinging one way, another way. My balls <laughs> swinging another way. <laughs> That's like literally my favorite joke in the movie. It's great. Uh. It, it, it is so apparent that they're like, okay, we made this mistake last time of not anticipating him just like being a, a machine. Let's just build it in. The, they the doubled. They doubled down movie. on John Witherspoon, and they said, "You know what? One dad wasn't enough." And then they brought in Don DC Curry, which is a fucking masterstroke. Yeah, because God, a completely different like flavor and vibe too of of just like house dad. But oh my God, so good! Like so, this it's crazy. It's it is very funny to look at this in terms of like sequels and sequelitis and like bigger picture and stuff like that because they it does have the thing where it'll have like your your one-to-ones that are supposed to like be the filler for you know what we don't have in the first movie or like harken back to that so like day day is supposed to be our our smoky stand-in mm-hmm. for this episode for this episode this fucking uh uh movie no it's an episode uh, mm-hmm. uh this episode of, of the next friday saga <laughs> Um, of the Friday saga, uh, but he, uh, he like has such an impossible task. And in my opinion, he like isn't so fucking up for it. Um, cause he like approaches it with, he just has like such a anxiety riddled approach to this character that oh, yeah, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. is just so, so much fun to watch him play. It's just like uh, just a f- it's, he's just basically playing a fucking uh, improv game, essentially, uh, where the game is for everybody on the team to just aggravate this one guy and just uh, heighten <laughs> and fucking heighten and fucking heighten. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a he's got a he's got a uh, crazy ass girlfriend who is accusing him of uh, being her uh, baby daddy. Her baby daddy. And then mm. he got uh, he's doesn't know like the money is running out. Mm-hmm. He's trying to keep this job. Yeah, he's trying to hold like, everything together. Yeah, and th- that's such a good that's so different from Smokey who just really doesn't give yeah. a shit. Yeah, yeah. Um. But still, like, keeps, like, that energy and plays, like, that role uh, mm-hmm. of, like, you know, second to to, to Craig. Um, but yeah. on the flip Craig side. Craig is a lot like, 
Craig is like a lot cooler in this one in this movie. Yeah, Craig really kind of slips into the smoky role. If that, yeah, yeah, yeah makes no sense. Totally. Yeah. Uh, it also, I feel like he was nerdier in the first movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, considering like Ice Cube had a few years of uh, mega success under his belt at this point. True. And true. Why would you yeah. play uh, like a fired loser anymore? Yeah. Like, yeah. No. You you go ahead and you know write yourself as the Mac Daddy. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and cool motherfucker. Uh, you know, he this. plays for the Rancho Cucamonga Crack Killers. Killers. Oh my god, <laughs> fucking Rappaport should Rappaport should not like be allowed to be in movies that take place on the west uh, west of the Mississippi. Uh, yeah, like he should be confined to the East Coast only. <laughs> he should only be in Copland movies. He needs to only be in the Copland cinematic universe. Because <laughs> goddamn, he's great in Copland, yeah. and like <laughs> he plays a, sh- a, a crooked cop on uh, uh, Only Murders in the Building, and it's perfect. Yeah, he he only yeah no he only needs to play East Coast. People. I I completely <laughs> fucking forgot that Rappaport was in this picture. Me yeah, me too. I remember <laughs> I remember the Cucamonga Cracker yes. line, but I forgot who he, that he said it to Michael Rappaport. Yes, <laughs> yes, I I I that line. Has been burrowed in my brain forever, and then when like workaholics was said in Rancho Cucamonga, I'm just like, oh, so is no one else is going to talk about next Friday? It was just, it was just, <laughs> it was just okay. Um, so, but on the flip side of uh, you know, the day day smoky dynamic, you have um, uh, uh, the you know, your kind of antagonists with the the Joker brothers. Uh, being mm-hmm. sort of the stand-in for Debo, despite having Debo in the movie, um, and they, and it's and it's and it's 1999 when this is being shot, and the stereotypes are dialed up to a billion. <laughs> I feel yeah. like it's that way for everybody. Like, oh yeah, trying to like comically dial it up yeah. for everybody. But like this was the first real like just strong whiff of it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and then also just like at this point, this is like when you're kind of getting the download on the Joker Brothers, and you're finding out about uh, uh, Day Day's baby mama problems and uh, the money running out. Like this is all happening at like the same fucking time, like in that stretch when they're all just like hanging outside, out front, and uh, uh, and it's just like. So much fucking exposition. This is one of the yeah. stretches I was talking about. Yeah. Oh, also, I think it's we just, did pass, it's just, uh, 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 um, DC Curry like showing off the pool. God damn, that pool fucking <laughs> scene was very, very funny. Yeah. yeah the, uh, no water that, in it. That's great. And then him, yeah, reusing, like putting the condom back in his pocket to reuse <laughs> oh, the water. Oh, that's gross. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but. What's fu- what's funny about that exposition scene? It was like, yeah, we're doing a bunch of exposition. Also, here's Don DC Curry doing a bunch of funny lines yeah. in between. Yeah, and like, cause cause during that whole scene, the only thing I wrote down was Don DC Curry quotes. And it was like, boy, it looks like you got a bit of traction in your hands. This yeah. is this and is then- like not a f- a, 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 f- a funny movie on paper. This movie had the wherewithal to to be like, we I just have a. F- fuck ton of funny people in this and yeah. we're just gonna mm. let them be fucking funny and god yeah. bless them for doing that the the hardest i laughed in this movie was uh when day day's girlfriend ex-girlfriend pepper sprays him <laughs> and then 
uh, Uncle Elroy pulls out the garden hose and starts garden sp- hose. spraying them. He's like, I've been, he's like, I've been pepper sprayed nine times. It takes 20 minutes. You got 19 to go. <laughs> uh, and it's just Mike Epps. Basically waterboarding with the... Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to laugh someone being waterboarded because Mike Epps is like a fucking comic treasure. It was so fucking... That whole, that whole, that whole fucking part was just killing me. Yeah. Like... That was the hardest I laughed in the movie. That's 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 my MVP is that fucking joke right uh, there. I've been pepper sprayed nine, nine times. times. Um, it's it, we also um, at this point meet. I I am uh, lost for her name right now, but uh, the Joker brothers assist the Joker sister. Carla. Um, Carla. Yes. Um, she does. A, yeah. And she's like, I, I don't know if I got her name either. Cause it, they didn't, I don't think it was important that we know her name. She was just sort of like a, only reason it I was, was like, 99 <laughs> Peyton. This is the role. I have, this is what I wrote down word for word. This is the role media played in shaping the minds of young men, because this is how we thought you talked to women. We thought this was good and effective. This is why. Well, I feel like, ugh. I feel like it, I feel like they went backwards from the first movie. Yeah. I feel like like they, the yeah, first they re- movie, they really did. the women were like a lot more active, and mm-hmm. I feel like there were a lot more stereotypical female personalities in this movie, and they were more the women were more like props yeah. in this movie, where the men were the men were actual a, like active characters. She was a victim that needed to be saved from her brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, it it was yeah that that abs th- yeah that whole that, that entire aspect. Uh, save yeah. for one very, very specific detail I'll get to later was yeah. was also a very uh, 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 sagging part of of this movie. But also we meet her as she's like leaving to like walk somewhere. And it's just very funny to think of anyone walking anywhere in the suburbs. Yeah. <laughs> Which we also get later as well. Yeah. Yeah, the only reason I remembered her name because I like looked up the actor to see, like her name's Lisa Rodriguez to see if she was anything else. Nope, this was it. Like that that blew my mind. They had the, yeah, the that's main crazy. like they couldn't get somebody big to be the Yeah. Or she yeah. couldn't like spin this <laughs> off into like, you know, being yeah, at least like yeah, one I other know. thing. Um Yeah. I uh uh but they spent all their money on Don DC Curry. As they should have. <laughs> um yeah, that said, I don't. I think that was probably for the best because I didn't think she was she was particularly good. <laughs> Shut your mouth. I thought she did. A, she was fine. She yeah, did she, what she was there to do. She, she I mean, all right. I mean, she was there. Kim, Kim to Whitley. The, Kim Whitley did a great Kim job Whitley. as Auntie Sugar. Yeah. Now that's a performance. That is that is such an like. Between Kim Whitley and Mike Epps, like the physical comedy in this movie, yeah. like mm-hmm. needs to be looked at because, like, <laughs> she is, she is, like, I still, we still see her pop up in things every now and then, and to yeah, me, like, yeah. she's still Sugar from from Next Friday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's so funny. Oh yeah, she was in History of the World Part Two. I haven't watched that yet. Yeah, she's oh, still nice. doing shit. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the thing. Is like that's right. She's working. I still see her like pop up things like, like today. Um, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. She was in Hubie Halloween. I forgot about that. Ah. I need to rewatch that movie. Uh, I'm a big Hubie head. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I love that movie. Everyone's aware. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm so mad that it's not. Uh, yeah, she played Honeybee and Black Dynamite. That's where I know her from the most. But um, what you call it? He, fucking Netflix put Hubie Halloween on goddamn Blu-ray so I can just I can burn through it. Uh, put a funny menu on it. <laughs> <laughs> Give me Sandler commentating the credits. Yeah, I, you know what? My 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 idea about doing an audio commentary for the Blu-ray. Guess what? Have Hubie do it. He can do it. <laughs> oh man. Anyway. Um. Um. Man, I. Sorry. I'm just gonna like do this like twelve times throughout the course of this podcast. But I love Day Day so much, and that poor Beamer of his. You know, like <laughs> I know. Just let him have something nice. <laughs> The the fucking visual gag of like okay, uh, him talking about so he's got his ex girlfriend forget her name because he never Again. says it but baby baby D he now says baby about D. a thousand times now <laughs> the shit about baby D he's just talking about he's like she knows all about the new snacks coming out before they hit the streets <laughs> like that bit fucking killed oh, me the bootleg like, snacks the two thousand snacks. Dwana uh, is the name of his ex girlfriend. Yes, uh, and then um, <laughs> who also does give a pretty like strong. Performance. I mean, all the all the women give a good performance. They they do great with yeah. the material that they're given. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the, her, the her baby D. walk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me. <laughs> yeah, the bit with Baby D, in which they're at the record store, and she like is chasing him around the car. And he's mm-hmm. like, "You're never yeah. gonna catch me." <laughs> and then he pulls out the cookie and he's like uh pulls out the wrapper he's like just like in the commissary in prison without the wrapper so you can get to it quick uh, <laughs> this is I, kind of the chris farley show at this point i just well, no i'm i'm I'm, I'm bringing i'm bringing you know a uh, 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 banter back here hold on i'm i just want to say for the record i am 100 team baby d like yeah absolutely craig yeah craig was wrong for not oh, wanting to go talk to baby here's, yeah craig's a piece of shit oh she was hot as shit Yo, oh absolutely i straight <laughs> up like i in the first also she wasn't that fat either yeah she wasn't again, again classic 2000 just like yeah yeah look at this gigantic mastodon and it's like no that's a normal fucking human being yeah psychopaths um in the first movie, you can make an argument that like Craig j- might actually just be like depressed. Um, yeah, but in mm-hmm. this movie, he's just a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he's just like fucking assaulting people, and yeah, he's just like I love that. Uh, well, he's he's gotten big for his britches because he put yeah. he he beat down he yeah you're right yeah, he beat, he beat Debo. down Debo yeah and now he's hot I love, shit. Uh, now he's a ma- now he's yeah. taking a sh- macaroni. Craig, Craig being shitty. Day Day just talking about Craig taking his shit when they were growing up is just <laughs> it had to have been improvised. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine oh. writing that scene. And like Mike Epps fucking he puts in work on that scene. That shit was fucking killing me. He said, I thought it was a chocolate bar. <laughs> So, uh, which, like, he's just describing Caddyshack, but fuck, yeah. If you're not dying, but like that whole, like, yeah, him and Roach again, just excellent. This is my white slave, Roach. Like, excellent. Uh, uh, yeah, I like Roach. A uh, 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 rapport between the two of them. If mm-hmm. if if you like Mike Epps in this movie, check out the deleted scenes. 
because it's just him just halting production <laughs> pretty much. Bet, yeah. And they also have his audition tape, uh, which oh, is because he's all, he's reading with Ice Cube and he's just owning the fucking room. Like yeah. it's it is a a a an incredible performance to watch if you're into watching like audition I need to tapes. go on eBay electronicbay.com and look up the Friday <laughs> DVD not Blu-ray DVD That's right. Cuz I don't think it's available on Blu-ray. Hot sauce on my burrito baby. He's like, "Oh, that whole situation in which he accidentally takes the hot sauce and like the guys yelling at him and then he just Anyway. Next time I go uh, to LA, I want to eat there. <laughs> Like that looks good. Do it. Um, we also need to hit the fast locations. It also did well. Yeah. Um, it uh, uh, pops didn't really stop and think of how anyone would know where he was specifically. That that pick pickup window restaurant. Does that make yeah. sense? Well, he's yeah. Okay. Craig's in trouble. He, that's all he hears. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go with Craig. I mean, this is pre nine eleven. Nobody had access to you know at, where you were at any time. You know what I mean? Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like, how would they know where he is? It's just a bunch of strange coincidences. That's just all I'm, I'm saying. thinking about. It's all I'm saying. Um. We get a a a, a class again a, a very sequelized thing, but we get a a couch smokeout session um, with Craig, Uncle Elroy, and Sugar. Um, which again, there's just also just a just a litany of great lines in that. Oh, I'm gonna say it right now. Here, here's I'm just gonna because all my notes are just fucking quotes and. Craig asks Uncle Elroy, what numbers did you pick? It's like, your, originally, your original aunt picked them. Six numbers. She used to wait, I think. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> Come on, yeah. man. You, you, you gotta know that was just them yeah. going, alright, just improvise. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, th- and then, uh, so, Uncle Elroy and Sugar retire uh, uh, to his room. Uh, to the boudoir. To the boudoir. Uh, and and to the sex dungeon, <laughs> and Craig uh, hallucinates Carla uh, dancing for him on the table. And I say all that to say this, um, man, I fucking forgot about body glitter. <laughs> Holy shit! That she was sparkling. She was sparkling. That shit was everywhere. Literally, I was like, "Are we watching Twilight again?" <laughs> Craig, no, Craig. She's a vampire. Could you imagine Carla going say it out loud? <laughs> you a vampire. This is the skin of a killer, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Friday, now I just want to see the Twilight. Joker Brothers. That's, I need to that's see, the uh, fucking mashup. That's the fucking crossover comic we need. Is Friday yeah, need at Twilight? The uh, the Joker Brothers play baseball. Yes. Uh, during that uh, during that sex dungeon scene, Craig like goes in there, and I forget what he's why he's in there. Uh, but, because uh, he gets the letter from uh, Michael Rappaport, oh, and he wants to go tell him right. that they owe fucking, what was it, like $3,600? Yeah, 
it was it yeah, was I think so. It was something small, but like um, small, but uh, <laughs> still a lot of fucking money I mean, yeah. to me. But yeah. he uh, he walks in there and he sees them asleep, and he said, "It's an eighty yard line." Uncle's a freak, and Ice Cube's lips don't move. Yeah. And uh, that uh, anyway, I love a bad ADR line like that. Love them. Um, I got a question. If you hit the lottery, answer. Uh, 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 I'll ask. You know, answer whoever feels first. If you hit the lottery, which store in the mall would your would you turn your bedroom into, a la Uncle Elroy <laughs> turning his into a literal Spencer's gift gifts? <laughs> <laughs> he just looked into the back of a Spencer's gift and said, "Yeah, that. The dildos, the black lights, the posters, all that." When did Spencer start selling dildos? They've like always <laughs> sold dildos and sex toys and stuff. Wait, they, did they? I never seen dildos. Never seen I remember like going in Me as neither. a child and like Mm-mm. I've seen like I've seen like penis gummies and things like that, but never like actual sex toys at Spencer's. Yeah. They'll sell like a hat, that, you know, like a mask that's like a dick, but like they yeah. won't, it won't be selling like actual. Uh, 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 please tweet, tweet at all of us. Uh, N- not me because I'm not on Twitter. <laughs> all right, fine. Letterboxed at all of us. Yeah. Uh, comment on our Friday reviews. <laughs> our next Friday reviews. Um, shit, did I fucking letterbox my next Friday? Oh, that's that's know. something I can figure out later. Um, I would probably turn mine into a Sun Coast. Okay, I like that. Um, is that the video store? Yeah. Is that a video store? Yeah, yeah, I would have like neon like video shit and like yeah. um, there'd be like you know shelves and then to- like you know action figures all over the place. Yeah, basically mm-hmm. what I'm where I'm what I'm living now. I was gonna say like <laughs> you've you've all seen my room. Uh, it's I'm going with the KB toys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine would probably be like a Borders or a Barnes and Noble, I guess, mm. if they had one of those in the mall. That's realistically the best choice. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, a, a, a close runner-up for me might be like an old Warner Brothers store. Mm. Mm, nice. Uh, Wait a minute, no, mine mine would be the the retro Universal store that is at the Universal City Walk in Orlando right now. It has the has the Terminator uh, costume on display. It has shit from is it Confrontation that's mm-hmm. there. It's got um it's got all the, it's got Ghostbusters proton packs. That's the store I want to live in. Is the yeah, uh, well, retro definitely. store at fucking yeah. Universal <laughs> City Walk? Now that's that's to be clear that's. The store you would like to move into and live in, not have yeah, yeah, modeled yeah. into your own. Got it. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. honestly, I'm moving, I'm, I'm moving to Universal Florida. I mean, it's right by Margaritaville. It I mean, is. come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just had a great conversation with a coworker today uh, about the differences between uh, one overall city walks between uh, LA and Orlando, and then the differences, the fucking night and day differences between the Margaritavilles in LA and Orlando. Yeah, oh, God, yeah. The one in L.A. was just very disappointing. A lot to be desired. Oh, yeah. Um, really kind of sad where it was placed. It was. Uh, what happened to its gift shop. Really. Um, just kind of sad. You know what yeah. someone might say about Jimmy Buffett, speaking of Margaritaville? I can't get jiggeded as shit. 
That's right. We're at Pinkies. Uh, <laughs> we walked Pinkies. to Pinkies. Say something else. I've been <laughs> on the verge more times than I'd like to admit with my cursor hovering over a checkout button for a Pinkies button down employee shirt. Oh, man. I think that'd oh, be great. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. This, this movie. Uh, watching this movie because uh, Clifton Powell does the voice of Big Smoke in San Andreas. This movie, more than anything, made me want to play Grand Theft Auto San Andreas because, like, <laughs> it's got like both move. Both Friday's movies have voice actors from like, mm-hmm. uh, San Andreas in both movies. DJ Pooh co-wrote San Andreas. Oh, like Ice Cube's on the soundtrack. Uh, God, anyway, and then I was just like, I don't want to go through that that pain again to playing that long ass game. <laughs> anyway, there's so many fucking frustrating missions in it. Anyway. Yeah. Pinky though, that, that whole fucking scene, it was just like, cause it's intercut with pinky holding Craig up at yeah. gunpoint, asking him questions, tell him to shut up the entire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Every time he asks him something and he talks, he says, shut up. That's- <laughs> Say something else. God, not- Say something else. <laughs> not to borrow from the rewatchables podcast, but that's a, that's the definition of a fucking heat check performance. Like that is just coming in. Just, 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 just absolutely fucking giving it 110% slaying and getting out. <laughs> and the, the the part where yeah he comes in Craig finally gets the gun after the after the little fight and he and gets like so scared and he's, he's like I'm sorry I'm sorry I got a the quote that fucking killed me was I got a girlfriend and a <laughs> wife on the, the side, side. <laughs> uh, yeah dude why wasn't Clifton Powell nominated for Academy Award yeah. for this performance he, he he showed a great emotional range We've, just in that five minutes <laughs> that's the clip right there. We've yeah. given Oscar performance. We've given Oscars for less. Um, the entire time we're at Pinkies, I'm I'm just like in love with this movie because it's just such a great fucking hang. Like them, yeah, it's a, trying it's a to make the part. vacuum work for the smoke, like idiots. Oh, the fucking smoke! <laughs> oh, the vacuum, part? yeah. He gets That's so lips. iconic. <laughs> uh, all of it. All of it. Yeah, that's so fun. I could just like live in just them working there. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, man. Uh, just like Craig's dad, my entire plot line is also me just trying to poop. <laughs> Dude, the uh, him running up. He's like, uh, I hope the bathroom is clean. If it ain't, I don't okay. give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> Which I I, I I need to I need to start uh, putting that quote in my in my in my rotation because yeah that's such a good yeah I uh, but for real though this movie gets like really disgusting oh yeah oh yeah yeah like the uh, whole somebody, third uh, act like being at the Joker's house is like just fucking weird it is very yeah. just like stilted. Uh, a piece of before we move on to, from day day in the car and all that stuff yeah. with uh, uh, a good visual gag that fucking cracked me up 
was them pulling up to the house and that brick is sticking out of Day Day's windshield. <laughs> <laughs> like you see what Baby D's gonna do with the brick, and they just yeah. And it's it's, it's and then all this other shit happens in which you forget. Yeah. You forget that she did it. Yeah. And then you come back, it's just a brick sticking out. <laughs> that is a legit great piece of visual storytelling that should yeah. Yeah. frankly yeah. be taught in schools. Yeah. The, I'm, I'm, cause I used to see like people like, they have like decals you can put on their windshield. It's like a sticker and it's like a golf ball or yeah. something. But like, yeah. fucking, they need to do a brick like through yeah. a windshield. <laughs> I would put that on my car. That would and, get like, a lot of like, people like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, uh, cause I've been thinking about buying one of these, but at furniture stores, like furniture shopping, they had those like fake milkshakes that have tipped over and have like spilt on the, couch or whatever and like i just want to get one of those and just put that in my house somewhere and i just want to prank people nobody comes (laughs) over i don't invite people over i'm just gonna prank myself i guess (laughs) uh we've we've had a lot of mvp nominees um in this movie but i'd like to nominate one more and that's that's chico the dog (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah i love the dog uh chico boy oh boy talk about versatility <laughs> chico kind of does it all man i know he can be mean he can be sweet yeah he can be horny <laughs> he can be stoned yeah. <laughs> now is it confirmed whether or not chico was played by spuds mckenzie uh if not he he boy channeled the spirit of spuds mckenzie the same way jim carrey channeled the spirit of andy kaufman who's getting inducted into the wwe hall of fame this year andy kaufman yeah they're in uh, okay. L.A., so it's like, oh, that's a that's a good that's a good one. Chico is not in the credits. That sucks. Pay that yeah, dog. Pay on. Chico. <laughs> I listen. There's there's one thing. I, if I see a dog in a movie, I'm fucking looking for their name in the credits. Mm-hmm. And my main man, the the greatest, most prolific dog actor in my opinion was Mushroom. Uh, he, of course, played Barney in Gremlins, and uh, he was in another movie, I forget. I think he was in Killer Clowns from Outer Space as well. I mean, let me look up Mushroom, his IMDb. Yep, actor, Gremlins. <laughs> he was in Pumpkinhead, that's what it was. I know it was a weird monster movie. Anyway, he plays, um, yeah, he. I think he plays uh, Lance Henderson's dog in uh, Pumpkinhead. Um, I really like... Uh the Chico and uh, Roach uh, interactions. That's really fun. It was sweet. Yeah. It was very sweet, but why was Roach forcing the the pot brownie through? He could have just dropped it pieces down, but he disgustingly shoved it through the the gate. (laughs) Hey, hey, man. He's high. You're right. (laughs) That is kind of like an ironclad defense that this movie has for any, like, illogical storytelling. It's just like, they're high, man. Why do you keep money in a... uh, In a hydraulic pump. Yeah. They were high. I like when he's like, what do you think he's got in there? I don't know, air? (laughs) Meanwhile, meanwhile, dollar bills are comically sticking out of the top. all the top, yeah. Yeah. It might as well have just had a big dollar sign spray painted on the side of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that shit was uh, yeah, that made me laugh. This is air. <laughs> this is a thirteen-year-old boy's favorite movie. 
And that 13-year-old boy was me. This, yeah, this movie was made. We were like the target audience for they, this time. They took this movie out of my brain and knew I wanted to see it. <laughs> and this is also like around the same time we had a legal pay-per-view with our, our box going on. So like I was mm-hmm. watching this movie. I, saw, I watched this movie before I watched Friday. Same. Imagine that. Which is yeah. not that hard to imagine. It's kind of pre- it's pretty standalone with some few references to the past. But damn it, if John Witherspoon still didn't tickle my funny bone, it's like uh, I watched Mad Max two before I watched Mad Max. I watched the Road Warrior first because they used to play that on Monster Vision um, with Joe Bob Briggs back in the day. I haven't seen I haven't seen any of the um. I've only seen Fury Road. I haven't seen any of like the original ones. Well, guess same. what, Peyton? Next week. We're starting the Mad Max trilogy. The okay, nice. quadrilogy. No, I'm just kidding. We're not <laughs> just not watching quadrilogy. Next <laughs> Mad Max after Friday after next. <laughs> Debo's coming after Mad Max. It's just the plot of Friday, but with Mad Max. I would watch Smokey in the Mad Max world. <laughs> oh, he fit right in. <laughs> he what? The instead of the gyro captain. Anyway, that's a character you don't know about. <laughs> Played by Bruce Spence, who played... One- All this shit would be going on, and Smokey would be like, it's fine, like, whatever. <laughs> I don't care about that shit. I'll be, I'll be fine. <laughs> you have to listen, Smokey. They're going to behead us if they don't get the gasoline. <laughs> it's fine, man. <laughs> I'm not worried about it. He just smoking weed next to a gas tank. <laughs> just like Smokey and all these weird, like, fucking high side. Like, I want Smokey and Dune. <laughs> Just like hanging out with Baron Harkonnen. It's Spice Man. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna get you high my- today. <laughs> the spice must flow. Uh, now I know they part of the Ben Jesuit. <laughs> I know this. Guy, okay, uh, the only person I know of who the, the, my impression of Chris Tucker just then was an impression of Miles Potter's impression of Chris Tucker. <laughs> man, man, that's all he does. He, he sounds just like him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, good lord, if this if this if this humor just wasn't like directed directly at fucking adolescent boys, it's as if there as if there wasn't enough being. Made specifically for thirteen-year-old boys in nineteen ninety-nine, two thousand. Yeah, this uh, like high we comedy to me at the time. Yeah, the high uh, high comedy to me at the time was, of course, Mike Epps falling over a fence, jumping up and go, "Man, I broke a broke butt my- cheek." <laughs> <laughs> I still say, "Man, I got the BGS." Bubblegum. Man. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this this yeah the movie kind of breaks not not really breaks down but it's just like the, I don't know. the third act is is an absolute mess <laughs> yeah. yeah it's messy yeah um but I will say this like the hold on sorry I guess hey here hey. Angus. You heard us. You heard us talking about mushroom. Angus. <laughs> Here. So I could be at a Friday. Here. <laughs> yeah, I feel like fucking Kevin Smith on an early Smodcast. Shaky. Um, um, you gonna give Angus so, a weed brownie? <laughs> uh, he he does have some uh, uh, doggy weed. Um, oh, of course he does. That's oh, basically nice. catnip, but it's uh, yeah, they make all sorts of like fucking. Doggy CBD and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, 
So I, I will say on on like an actual like potentially interesting social commentary note uh, uh, on the end of this movie. Recall back to the uh, uh, climax of uh, uh, the first movie, Friday. Um, like there's a fucking drive-by. There's a fucking street fight. There's domestic violence. And there's not a fucking cop to be seen. Yeah. At the end of this movie, the fucking SWAT team... <laughs> Yeah, fucking descended <laughs> upon the Joker's house. Yeah, because it's just, the suburbs. Because the suburbs. That was just that was just like the one like <laughs> little interesting like. Oh, is that them? Is that like? Because if it is, then I think that's a nice subtle piece of commentary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what? They probably. I don't know if they even planned for that to happen, but it was yeah. probably just like ah, and then the cops come. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I just want to say this real quick. Uh, I know I've been Chris Farley showing it up, saying all these quotes, but Versace, you can't even spell Versace. <laughs> the inter- F O <laughs> Versace. Whatever, whatever. Uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, Mr. Jones and Uncle Elroy get together at the end. Yeah, of it. I, I would have. I, I needed more of them together. That was that was that my Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that really, was my Infinity War. I mean, they they had the chemistry of like two old fucking road warrior vet comics. Yeah. That, like you know, shared a drink at the back of the bar like more than a couple times. What's great because I know neither one of you have seen Friday After Next, but the next movie they fucking own a barbecue place together and they're Lex. in every scene together. Fucking go. Okay, okay, that's fun. Okay. <laughs> I love this part of every season where it gets to the part where like I haven't seen installations of it, but I just get these like little tasty morsels of like what? You know, fucking fucking pea postal weights in Friday after next? Get out of here. <laughs> That'd be insane, but <laughs> I think I broke Nick. You, yeah, you broke Nick. Yeah, <laughs> I think I fundamentally altered his DNA. It fucking beat Puzzle Oh my god! I just <laughs> please put more British character actors. Oh, is he Irish or is he British? Irish. Rest in peace, 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 Puzzle Sweet. Peace, Puzzle Sweet. <laughs> he's he's English. Okay, that's uh, uh so um. <sighs> Myself and Mullet and Tope from Podswoggle, we have a running joke about uh, a a fake wrestling federation that we're going to run one day called uh, SPW, Southernmost Pro Wrestling, that's going to be based in Key West and the Keys as a whole. Um, mm-hmm. And we just keep coming up with absolutely ridiculous gimmicks because nothing's too ridiculous for Key West. Uh, and, and 100% peace Postlethwaite is going to be a character in SPW. <laughs> it's going to be the the one Pete Postlethwaite impersonationist <laughs> in the world, and we're going to give him a hippie gimmick. Uh, peace. Uh, I'm going to change my Instagram name to Peace Postlethwaite. <laughs> uh, there was like a there was somebody who uh, like an old friend of mine who. I was like, you know, it'd be a great Instagram name, Skatey Holmes. 
Because <laughs> he's a skateboarder and like he didn't have an Instagram. He was like, fuck it, I'm Skatey Holmes. And then he got like the next day he followed me and he was like, Skatey Holmes. Ooh, you fucking love it when a plan comes together. Yeah. But that, that was such a good username. I came up with that. <laughs> Do you get the residuals uh, on that writing job? Yeah, and also get residuals for the fucking DVD commentary. Commentary. I don't know. <laughs> DVD menu commentary. Anyway, bring that's the that's the main goal of this podcast is to bring back fun DVD menus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. If nothing that's else our- happens, I know me and Rip will probably never be in a Fast and Furious movie like we've been campaigning yeah. for. But damn it, if we don't want fun fucking menus to come it's, back, it's good to to to, to create new goals, a new mission statement. You know, mm-hmm. like it's 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 healthy to 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 move past. And I feel like this is a good. This is a this is a uh, like being in Fast in in one of the Fast movies would have been like a net good for us. But this is gonna be. A net good for for humanity. Everyone. Yeah. 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 One hundred percent. Absolutely. It's nice to have an altruistic goal in mind. Yeah. I don't even know. I, I think I just stopped taking notes at one point. I think it's all mm-hmm. just uh, John Witherspoon quotes. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking fire him off. Because I ain't got hey, nothing left. Hey, young man, you got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> that was fun. That was cute. Yeah. Oh, Uncle Elroy, uh, his back, like, slipping a disc, uh, yeah. and then people keep hitting him. God, that shit was funny. <laughs> Daddy, I didn't know you had titties. That was that was also funny. <laughs> that was funny, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what else to say about this movie. It was just, it wasn't as good as the first one, but I still yeah. laughed. I think yeah. that's what counts, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, shit! It made me laugh. That's yeah. Like- I'm ex. I'm excited to see uh, where we go for the third movie if we get some, you know, returning faces. Um, I, I know Craig's mom comes back. Oh, oh good! God. I liked her. Yeah. Which uh, she was missed in this one for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. As we discussed, uh, really, really, really lacking in the uh, the women department. I mean, in the the third act. The the jokers were just throwing those women around that house. God, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the weirdest part about that that part is that uh, Joker keeps referencing a movie that the actor starred in, and I have never heard of that that movie. And he just keep he, he keeps saying it over and over, like referencing this movie. And I'm like, what the fuck is this movie? He keeps referencing, and it was just it was very meta. But for some thing, a thing that never seen before. Oh, weird. Yeah. What was the movie called? It's like American. Was it American Me? Yeah. Oh, interesting. It was a James Edward Almost movie. Huh. Edward James Almost movie. He directed it. It's got a seven on IMDb. Do I need to watch oh, well. <laughs> American Me? <laughs> directed and starring Edward James Almost. Uh, it it sounds. Like that's the case. <laughs> Ooh, Friday well, after next is only it. Friday after next is only eighty five minutes. Yeah, that's, that's the, it's the shortest one. That's hey hey. That's also been another great fucking you know aspect of this season. These movies are fucking breezy. They're in and out. 
Uh, if we ever did a Universal monster season, each episode one hundred percent would be longer than the fucking movie because like <laughs> oh, each yeah. movie's like like seventy one minutes. <laughs> yeah, and there's so much to talk about. Yeah, yeah, they bring back fucking everybody for Friday after oh, next, nice. which is good. Yeah, well, not everybody, but enough. But people. a lot of people, yeah. I'm just looking at IMDb right now, and I, I see that I gave Don't Be a Menace to South Central while drinking you juice in the hood 10 stars. Don't know when <laughs> I did that, but that rating probably has gone down in the, <laughs> as years have gone by. Oh, man. Anyway, what what else do we want to talk about in regard to Friday or next Friday? I'm tapped. Yeah. Yeah. Debo got attacked by a dog. Um, mm-hmm. That's about it. Yeah. Anyway. I like the credit song. Oh, the soundtrack. You could do it, Shit. put your ass into it. Okay, so I had, that was also <laughs> on an Ice Cube uh, uh, album that I owned. Uh, I think it was The War and Peace Volume 3. Um, but yeah, fuck, hold on. Uh, next Friday soundtrack. Yeah, I'm actually got it pulled up right now. Um. Yeah, it's uh. So it it um has Ice Cube. You can do it. Mac Ten. Lil Kim. Uh, Chin Check, which is NWA. Um, with uh as a one time thing, Snoop Dogg as a member of NWA. Really. Um, and I remember them like performing that on like some MTV show that I was just like, oh shit, this is okay. Here we are. Um. Fucking Ja Rule was on the was on the damn soundtrack because Ja Rule was a rapper in 1999. I owned his album Vidi Vidi Vici. Um, who else? Vidi Vidi Vici. Pharaoh Monch, who's one of my favorite MCs in general. Um, got several iterations of Bone Thugs and Harmony uh, on here, which again is just a very personal favorite for mine. Uh, you could probably call this Carla's theme, I Don't Wanna, by Aaliyah, which is a fucking excellent song. Wyclef Wu-Tang, fucking, uh, we got cash money up on this motherfucker. Big timers Lil Wayne and, uh, for Good Friday. Um, uh, Jesus Christ, the Isley Brothers, Eminem! Oh, holy shit. Yeah, David it's Bowie. insane. It's an incredible, incredible, uh, fucking, uh, late 90s, 2000, uh, uh rap compilation. Yeah. It was uh, it was very jarring to me um, to have uh, "Fame" by David Bowie play when Peaky walked in because I was just like, <laughs> out of all the, all right, I'm here for it. Let's do it. Oh man, yeah, and a lot of these like "Jungle Fever" by uh, the Kachak, uh, man, never Chakachas. Anyway, uh, that's on San Andreas, so huh. like, that song's in San Andreas, and then um, it's just anyway. Do I, do I just want to go back and play San Andreas? Is I it? think that's what you want to do. <laughs> I've actually been going through the Uncharted trilogy because I platinumed them both The Last of Us. Dropped a bomb on me. That's also in San Andreas. Uh, I platinumed them The Last of Us and The Last of Us Part 2. And now I'm like not platinum the Uncharted games. I'm just replaying them. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's just funny uh, playing a PS3 game and um, versus, seeing that versus today's graphics. Kind of like going from VHS to DVD. There you go. 
All right, that was the podcast. Uh, <laughs> anyway, what we should we write, rate the movie? Yeah, I was about to say, what do we want to rate this? Oh, out of um, <laughs> out of five, out of uh, uh, five. Oh God, what were the CD? What was the CD that he was returning? Oh God, with the hole in it. Oh yeah, yeah, five Will CDs Smith with holes in them. Getting jiggy with it? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, out of out of out of uh, five. Big Willie Styles. Out of five unwrapped cookies. Uh, out of, <laughs> out of to him quick. Out of five pot brownies. <laughs> Shove through a fence. Yeah. Shove through a fence. <laughs> there we go. I think that's the one. Oh man. Um, I, I'll I, I can I can go first. Um, okay. If anyone needs any more time, I feel like I kind of go last for these anyway. And now I'm gonna go ahead and st- I'm gonna step up. Yeah. Step please up. do. Um. <laughs> Yeah, it did, it didn't quite um hit the same spots uh that it did for me um as a whole as it did uh when I was in my real prime watching age for this movie. Um but goddamn if the performances still didn't shine through, everyone just fucking crushed up and down uh in this movie. Um you know, even even the low points there's little things to pick out. Uh, from it that that I still like, um, I am I believe I gave Friday a four point five. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna give next Friday a three point five. Okay. I still I still love it uh, in a very personal way that won't reflect in a in an objective rating. But um, God damn it, if I couldn't just watch. Uh, bits and pieces of it over and over and over again, which I have. Yeah, it's definitely still quotable to this day, especially, yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna, this whole franchise is just <laughs> a vehicle for John Witherspoon to like give <laughs> me more John Witherspoon. <laughs> yeah. That's all it is. Like, I still watch, I, I'll watch Hollywood Shuffle, but just the fucking John Witherspoon scenes. Even though the movie is great, has a lot of good sketches and uh, a good message and everything. But fucking John Witherspoon talking about hoe cakes. Fucking funny to me. I'll fucking love it. Anyway. Um, yeah, I'm going to give this one three out of five. Because I did I did like it. But obviously not as much as uh, Friday. Yeah, that's what I was going to say too. A three out of five. Like, I had a good time. Um, but if I was gonna return to the friday series i probably so far i'd probably just rewatch the first movie mm-hmm. yeah which also <clears throat> from threes to 3.5 like for a comedy sequel that's respectable as hell yeah especially yeah. like in this era like you know it's still like no one knows really how to do a comedy sequel but like even then it was more of a fucking in the dark more, venture more of a novelty yeah god what are some <clears throat> I'm trying to think of some comedy sequels that are just straight comedies and they're not like genre yeah, pieces. Yeah, like action comedy mm. or something. Like yeah. Back to the Future is I was, a comedy I was, sequel, but that's I was, sci-fi. Ghostbusters, that's also sci-fi. <laughs> yeah. I was... Uh, fuck. I feel like we were talking about it earlier in the um, episode. Um, I feel like we were just talking about it. Fuck, we were just talking about Gremlins? No. <laughs> Starring Mushroom? Uh, the comedy... No, the fucking comedy sequels. Um, 
Christ on a cracker. Forget it. <laughs> All right. End of podcast. But it was another example. <laughs> it was another example of it just being yeah, a genre. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, there, yeah that's, you really can't do a straight comedy. It's like it's got to be wrapped in with something else. Rip's over there struggling, trying to think of something. Trying to think of what it was. <laughs> yeah. He disappeared. Oh, he's back. <clears throat> he just started glitching out because he can't figure out what it is. Uh, damn it. Oh, yeah. I just, sorry, I did the trailer, the VHS trailer, just playing an IMDb right now, but Mr. Jones going to the bathroom at the taco place and then walking out <laughs> and immediately eating somebody's food and then stinking up the whole patio. He stuck up a patio. It was outside and he still stuck it up. That shit's funny. That's comedy right there. Anyway, what do y'all want to promote? <laughs> Uh, follow me at um, Rich Cammy on uh, sorry any uh, no, uh, uh, friggin' socials out there. Uh, even even TikTok and Letterboxd. Um, and uh, I'll be performing um, in April uh, with Comedy Sports on April fourteenth uh, with House Party, and on April twentieth making my minor league debut. Um, yeah, both at Piper's Alley. Go to CSZ Chicago for uh, tickets and more info. Uh, also, the Whack Pack Live um, <clears throat> on Twitch and uh, on Instagram as well. Um, we have been, uh, yeah, I went live uh, earlier this uh, week. Uh, and that was, a, that was a good and a fun one. April 1st, WrestleMania weekend, we're going to be opening a box of 2021 NXT cards. Uh, a hobby box that is uh, that'll be a lot of fun as well um so tune in for that make sure to just follow subscribe all that good stuff again also with the podcast mentioned earlier blank slate podswoggle um and of course right here franchise surprise follow you know well nick will get to that and you can uh, follow me at Peyton Cody Lynch on Instagram and Twitter and catch me on uh, Queer Movie Night with Deb Duncan and we discuss uh, queer movies that we enjoyed. See, Peyton does it right. He keeps it simple. He doesn't have a lot to promote. <laughs> yeah, you should have a life like mine where you're not doing anything. <laughs> I- or a life like mine where I'm just, anyway, nothing. <laughs> Um, I'm doing stuff. What was I going to say? Yeah, rate and subscribe and all that crap to this podcast. And if you're going to leave a one-star review, fucking tell us why. Yes. <laughs> say it with your chest. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, new episodes of Screaming at Screen with Snick and Sarah Jane should be coming back soon. I know we're promoting it, but it's finally coming back. Okay. I think, like, next week or some shit. All right. And, um... Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Also... Um, I just want to find out about this guy today. Put, I'm going to promote this TikTok I watch. His name is Two Spoons. It's, a, it's an old guy named Jim Cruz who plays the spoons. It's fucking great. He <laughs> he, he did a rendition of uh, he, he did it to Lincoln Park today, and I was like, yes, this man made a video that shows what the inside of my brain looks like. Uh, Lincoln Park, while I do plays the spoons. Um, is it the number two or is it two spelled out? Oh, it's the number two. <clears throat> okay. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, man. Um, while you're looking for that, uh, on the screen, because it has the uh, yeah, two caption. Spoon. T, spooned. <clears throat> the number two, spooned, anyway. Sorry. What were you going to say? What is, what is John Witherspoon saying here? <clears throat> Finish 
fill in the blank. Put blank baby. Put hot sauce on my burrito, baby. <laughs> well, I was looking for what it, you know, wrong answers only, but you know what? It's true. <laughs> I didn't know we were doing wrong answers only. You should have said that. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I, was... I love that he just has like a bottle of hot sauce. Because he his took it from the restaurant. Oh, he took it from the restaurant. Yeah. I missed that part. <laughs> yeah, the guy was like yelling at him as he was leaving. He's like, I'm oh, taking right. this. <laughs> Because he, he had to go save Craig, because Tyrone called. We hardly talked about Debo at all. Or Sticky Fingers, a.k.a. Tyrone. Yeah. Because yeah. you can tell them they can call I feel like they're Tyrone. really not... I mean, they're funny, but they're not really in the movie they, that much. They're that, like a footnote. If that. They were only a, they were just a reason for Craig to be in the suburbs. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we have now entered the after uh, episode uh, of the podcast. <laughs> the post show. This is the post show. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Come back next week where we talk about Friday after next. Um, yeah. Neither one. I've, I'm the only person who's seen it, and I've only seen it twice. And so hopefully it's not as problematic, but we, uh, I have a feeling it will be. It was, it was 2002, so... Everything was problematic in 2000. Yeah. Once 9-11 happened. Post-9-11. Yeah, post-9-11, everything just got more problematic. Yeah. Just in a different way. Oh, uh, man. All right. Well, catch us then. Goodbye. And what's the quote, Rip? I bet you don't get it. I bet you don't get it. I hope you don't get it. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.